Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. The grand final. Well, Super Saturday, it's just wrapped up. Here I am, Saturday night, sitting behind the microphone. Just going to run my eye over the three games today. Now, I'll be perfectly honest with you, the New Zealand Warriors-Titans game, this is one I didn't get to watch as closely as what I would have liked. But um, I thought the Warriors were pretty impressive, to be honest with you. I thought their defense was great. I um, thought the Titans were very similar. Uh, a couple of new recruits coming into this game. Obviously, Adam Fanua-Blake, he was very impressive. Uh, Big Tino for the Gold Coast Titans, he was great. David Fafita, we f- I found out after that he, he'd been in hospital for a couple of days. So, a little bit of a quiet game from David Fafita, but round one, I mean, there isn't a heap to look into. I mean, I, I for, for me, that was a quiet game for Fafita. Supercoach-wise, still knocked up 50 points, so pretty impressive there. Um, I thought Nick Arima and Chanel Harris-Tavita had, had pretty solid games. I really like these two halves. Uh, a lot of people bagged them today, but I I really like where this team is going with these two. I'm a big fan of them. Chanel Harris-Tavita, he's got superstar written all over him. He, he's going to be an absolute gun over the next few years. Cody Nicarima, his transformation over the last 18 months has been sensational. Very impressive. Uh, Bailey Sirenen, I thought he was great. Um... Jazz Tavega jumping in at nine. He was really solid. Another really good super coach score as well, 57. Uh, we obviously saw that uh, Wade Egan didn't play the full 80, uh, so Jazz did jump in there. Uh, UNA can solid game. Hiku, similar. Um, ben Murdoch Masilla, pretty quiet for his first stint. I've hyped him up a lot. I still think he's a few weeks away from you seeing his absolute best footy. Uh, Tohu Harris, as per usual, absolute workhorse. Love. Absolutely love this bloke in this side. I think he has to be the skipper next year. Um, yeah, look, for, for the Titans, obviously, a lot of new guys walk into this system. Uh, they were a little bit clunky for me. Uh, not overly impressive, but I wouldn't say it's not what I was expecting from the Gold Coast Titans. I think it is going to take a couple of weeks in this system. And I, I think the New Zealand Warriors, we always underrate them, to be honest with you. I, I can't go t- too deep on this game because, I, I, as I said, I didn't get to watch it as close as I would have liked. But... 
Uh, Mo Fodawaker with a 62. Don't think that had any attacking stats in it. AJ Brimson was going pretty slow, but finished in the back end really well. Uh, personally, I didn't think Tino played fantastically. He still came up with 58 super coach points. Very impressive. Um, defensively, I thought he was having a couple of issues there. I haven't seen him miss tackles like that in a while. Um, definitely a downside there, but it's still come up with 58 points. I mean... Very, very impressive from Tino there. Mitch Rain, 55. Jared Wallace, 50. Tyron Peachy came on and put a 50 on as well. Uh, thought Ash Taylor looked good in patches. Um, same as the halfback as well, but I was expecting more from those two, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Brian Kelly, it's like he didn't get any ball. It's like he didn't get any clean ball. He still managed to score a 40 in Supercoach. He's an absolute star. I love this kid. Uh, but yeah, as I said, didn't get to watch this game as closely as I would have liked. But, I mean, I really don't think there's too much to read into this. I think the Titans will be better for the run. I think the New Zealand Warriors, they're going to be really solid. I really like their defense. Um, the next game was the Sydney Roosters up against the Manly Seagulls. Did, did get to watch this whole thing. Um, I mean, scoreboard does sort of tell you the story. Tedesco was unbelievable. He was incredible. Scored with his first touch of the game. Uh, managed to lay on another two during the game. Scored three tries himself, as did Brett Morris. I think Brett Morris scored three tries in about 30 minutes there. He, he scored two in a row, and then he scored one just after halftime. A brilliant intercept off uh, Kieran Foran there. Uh, the Roosters were really impressive, and... Like I said about Melbourne, uh, the thing that impressed me about the Roosters, and I'll touch more on it this week, the thing with Melbourne was that there was no Harry Grant, which means they also lose Brandon Smith through the middle. For the Roosters, I mean, there was no Victor Radley. Um, they lost Jake Friend during the contest, so they lost their hooker. I mean, there's a lot to be gained out of this side, I think. I don't think they used Jared Rare Hargraves to the best that they could. Um, I also thought that Takiaho stayed off the field too long, and that's simply because of how much they were up by. But it's scary to think put on such a cricket score without these sort of guys in their side and resting guys like Takiyahu for an extended period. This is one hell of a footy side. They're going to be very scary. Uh, one negative, I thought Lachlan Lamb was in all sorts. He just he, he looked like he hadn't trained with the side to me. He was all over the place, Lockie Lamb. Uh, he's got a lot of ability and I know he's better than that. Uh, so excited to see how he bounces back from that. Um, obviously you've got Sammy Verrills to probably come into this side over the next few weeks. Jake Friend did come off with a concussion issue. We know he's had a few in the past so interesting to see how that plays out we all know the Roosters if there's any side that's going to rest someone because of a concussion it is definitely them Uh, we saw Luke Keary come for a spell at the back end I think that was just because it was the end of the game though I don't think he got any injury worries uh, to concern you there. We had three goal kickers in this game. You had Takiyaho. He's obviously going to be the prime kicker when he is on the field. You had Adam Kieran take a shot at one point. Then you had James Tedesco have a shot at a few. They weren't overly pretty, though. Uh, really exciting for the Roosters, though. This was a really impressive performance for them. Um, obviously, I said this about Manly when I was doing my previews for this week, that what we saw against the West Tigers was far from impressive, but trial form isn't much to read into and geez maybe I was wrong there their defense was awful today they were all over the place um thought DCE that was one of the worst games I've ever seen him play to be honest with you that was shocking um obviously missing Tom Travojevic and it's a big loss don't get me wrong but to concede this many points when for six months for longer than six months I'm sorry Manly you didn't make the finals last year you know you should have been thinking defense 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 I know Turbo's a loss don't get me wrong but fuck, you've got to do better than that. That was very disappointing. I, I thought they started all right. Um, you know, it was it, it was 6-4 at one stage there, or 4 all or something in the in the very early stages. Ruben Garrick scored a good try off some great ball playing from Kieran Foran. Um, 
I was starting to think this side was looking all right, but then the Roosters, they just clicked into gear. And look, this Roosters side, and I'm so, I'm sorry to Manly, but this Roosters team, they're so far from their best right now. I still thought they were very clunky. Uh, I heard the commentators laughing because James Tedesco came off the field at halftime and sort of said, oh, I was a bit all over the place. And I'm sorry it was. They were scoring tries, but their, their, their sets and their structures were still a long way off. So... Mate, this Roosters side, they've got a lot more to improve on. They've got a lot more of quality players to add into this side. They're going to be a scary prospect this year again. I thought Angus Crichton and Tupanua, they were sensational. Each bag to try, Tupanua was probably unlucky not to get two. Um, Very impressive from those guys. Manly, as I said, DCE, four and pretty disappointing there. Uh, defensively, they just they just weren't aiming up. Uh, really disappointing, as I said, coming off a whole offseason where your defense, you should be primed and ready to go to wear that jersey. Very disappointing. Jason Saab, a very mixed bag from him. Dylan Walker, I don't know about him at fullback. That was a very mixed bag. Um, and you could tell when, when Walker gets frustrated, it's sort of over for him, unfortunately. I had him on the podcast. He's a good guy, but you could see he was really rattled the other day. It'll be interesting to see how Des responds to this, whether he does make changes. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure what Des is going to do here. I guess your guess is as good as mine on that one, but interesting to watch their team list next week. But Roosters, simply too good. Manly, they were never really in this game, let's be honest here. Uh, the last game was the 7.30 game between the Penrith Panthers and North Queensland Cowboys. And look, 24-0 probably looks like a slapping. And you know what? P- Penrith were dominant throughout the whole thing, but... Mate, this game could have been 60-0. The Cowboys and their defense in the first half was unbelievable. I don't have the possession stats in front of me, but the Penrith Panthers, they just had all the ball in the first half. The Cowboys were all over the place. I spoke about it earlier in the week that I was really worried about Cohen Hess. He was one guy I spoke about, and my God, I don't know what was going on there, but he was just, he was so far out of sync with Jake Clifford tonight, it was ridiculous, and... Normally, you can sort of try and pin this on the seven and say the seven's not organized, mate. The amount of times that he just overran his mark or he just, he just, his head was not in the right space tonight. And, you know, him up against a halfback like, like Nathan Cleary, my God, Nathan Cleary just bullied him all night in defense. Really disappointing from Cohen House. So I'm sure that Todd Payton and the Cowboys up there would be expecting a whole lot more out of him. It was very disappointing. Uh, Michael Morgan, I just don't feel like he inserted himself enough into this game. I think he left too much up to the seven, Jake Clifford. And that's not the way it should be because Morgo, whenever he did take off, whenever he did get the ball in his hands, he looked dangerous to me, but he just doing wasn't doing enough of it. Uh, obviously, his first game in a long time, so I understand that. But this team, they can't wait six or seven weeks for Michael Morgan to find confidence. They need to do it now because this season... Mate, it moves so quickly. And after a performance like that where you don't get on the scoreboard, I understand Penrith, they're one of the best defensive teams in the comp without a doubt. But, geez, you can't wait too long to get yourself into gear for me. Um, I thought the way that Jason Taumalolo was used was really interesting. Uh, Obviously, TP spoke about it during the offseason that they're going to limit his minutes and try and get more impact out of him. And in theory, I think it was fantastic, but... You've got to be. You've got to have Taumalolo primed that in those minutes they're going to be shorter minutes. You need to go berserk. Um, having a look at his stats, played fifty-one minutes. He had ten hit-ups for seventy-one meters. I mean, we're used to seeing Taumalolo hit three hundred meters. Yeah. Now the worrying thing about that is that I could forgive that if the other Cowboys players all picked up on metres. The only guy to go for more than 100 metres was Josh Maguire. Now, don't get me wrong, Francis Molo, he was at 93. Uh, Corey Jensen was at 99. But 
Wow, for only one guy to get over 100 metres and Jason Taumalolo to still only get 71, that's very disappointing. I mean, Corey Jensen ran for 20 more metres than Jason Taumalolo. Jordan McLean ran for three less metres than Taumalolo. Like, I just... I don't know. It's a little bit of a worry there for me. Um, I think he needs to change that a little bit. I'm all for it in theory, but if if you're going to use Tamalolo in reduced minutes, you need to have him primed and ready to go and say to him, look, you still need to have 20 hit-ups and you need to have 15 hit-ups, whatever it might be. You need to send him a mark because 71 metres from the most damaging ball runner in the game, that is absolute dog shit. That is serious trouble. I thought uh, the hammer, his cover defense was fantastic, but I thought quite often his cover defense was off the back of him being caught out of position. I think the Penrith Panthers, as I said last week, they picked out Hammer and Isan, and they did go at them. And I think this team, they're going to leak plenty of points throughout the year. Cohen Hess was the same. The three guys I mentioned during the week, you could tell the Panthers were trying to get to them. Um, And to the Cowboys' credit, their scramble was unbelievable. They just couldn't back it up. Um, Still some really basic errors there, though, that I couldn't believe. I mean... I think it was 8-0, and the Panthers were kicking off. and so, Sorry, the Cowboys were kicking off, and they were just hanging in this contest. They were being so courageous, hanging in there. And, you know, Kyle Felt puts the ball three metres over the sideline off the kickoff. Like, it just yeah, they're absolute coach killers. They just make life difficult for themselves sometimes. Uh, Val Holmes played on the wing, uh, didn't get much ball. I think he, he ran for 100 metres or so. Uh, limited opportunities. It was a hard game. Uh, for them to get into. Scott Drinkwater, I thought he looked good at one. Uh, but, geez, if these halves don't start to click, like uh, I thought Jay Clifford, he was off the mark as well. So uh, I don't know how long Todd Payton sticks with this side. I don't know what he's going to do here. I thought Francis Molo, he had he was good in patches. Jordan McLean, solid. I thought Reese Robson was a bit all over the place. I'm not sure what was doing with Ruben Cotter. He's playing sort of a roaming 13 role, but he looked a little bit lost to me. Granville played 24 minutes. I just think you you can't have these three guys on the field and go about it the way that they did. And look, I understand they came up against the Penrith Panthers. They were a quality side. Don't get me wrong. Uh, But I think TP, he's got to change the way he's doing things or... I just think it could become a rough season very quickly for them. For the Panthers, uh, I thought Nathan Cleary was extremely impressive, uh, as most weeks he is. Um, Just controlled the game really well. It's one of those awkward games for a halfback where you're the dominant team by far and away, but it's not showing on the scoreboard. It wasn't showing for a long time. And and he just just kept his composure. He just kept moving the ball around. The the forwards are working unbelievably. James Fisher-Harris was massive tonight. Um, He played 62 minutes. Uh, two hit-ups, uh, I'd say 30 or 40 tackles, yeah. Um, where's his tackles, sorry. Uh, James Fisher-Harris, yeah, 30 tackles. He was really impressive, James Fisher-Harris. Viliami kick out as destructive as always, being used against the grain. Only used for 44 minutes. Um, I'd like to see him used for more personally, but he was very, very impressive. Uh, the guy that, that really impressed me, though, he came off the bench. It was Spencer Lenu. He played 32 minutes. Uh, was a great knock by him. I thought he was fantastic. Uh, Leota obviously started. I had him in my super coach side. I'm a little bit worried. As I said, I, I think yesterday when I was talking about these two, Spencer Lenu, he's the one to watch there. Matty Eisenhuth played 47 or for, yeah, for 47 minutes. Sorry, I thought he was very impressive as well. A guy that I've always liked for a long time and a really good guy to walk into this system for the Penrith Panthers. Just a solid guy. No frills, no mistakes. I really do like him. Liam Martin was good in his stints too. Bombed a try at the back end. Uh, 
But yeah, he also laid on one, which was pretty impressive. Catching a high ball, throwing it back over his head. Very impressive. Uh, Brian To'o, he was fantastic. Stephen Crichton liked him. Paul Momorowski is a guy that I've never been overly keen on. I thought he was good tonight. Uh, did bomb one try, but his hit-ups were really good. Uh, making good meters and... You know, he, he was using his winger well, Charlie Staines, a uh, guy that was pretty quiet tonight. I think he had nine to ten runs, maybe even less. Uh, didn't score a try, which we're so used to him doing, but uh, just did his j- just did his job, defended well. Um, the reality is with this Staines, he's a young superstar, but he's not going to score tries like that every week, so no shock there. Uh, Dylan Edwards, I thought he was really solid at always. Just Mr. Consistent, another 16 hit-ups there. Very impressive from him. Um, Super coach-wise, I haven't spoken about for the last two games. So, Panthers game, um, Dylan Edwards, 87. Wow, that's impressive. I mean, it didn't feel like he did a heap, Dylan Edwards. So, to knock over 87, very impressive. Nathan Cleary, another solid 75 as AEO scored a try for a 70. Jerome Luai had a hand in a lot, 69. Kate Wall, 68 with a try. Uh, Matty Eisenhuth, 48. That's a guy that you need to have a look on your waiver. I, th- I think Natty actually spoke about Eisenhuth. I didn't think he'd get the minutes in this side, but that's very impressive. A 48. Spencer Lenu, a 45. So a 48 and a 45 coming off the bench for guys that didn't get attacking stats. Pretty impressive. Uh, Viliami Kikau for as damaging as he was. Limited minutes. Only came up with 41 there. A little bit disappointing. Um, who else was on here? Leota, 35. Stephen Crichton, 34. So Stephen Crichton laid on a try and scored 34. So this is the reality of Stephen Crichton. People trying to like move their way around it, avoid it. His base stats aren't great. If he's not scoring tries, you're in a little bit of trouble there with Stephen Crichton. I had him last year. I've talked him up a lot. He is a superstar, but it doesn't always correlate to supercoach. He needs attacking plays. Uh, Appy Curacao, very disappointing, 28. We saw Tyron May come on and play for him. Uh, very disappointing for... Uh, for Appy Curris, our owner's there, without a doubt. Um, for the Cowboys, top scorer, Reese Robson. Didn't think he had a great game, to be honest with you. Uh, Michael Morgan, 38. Jason Taumalolo, 35. Um, any other season, you would assume there was an injury to Jason Taumalolo there. That was very disappointing. Uh, interesting to see how that one plays out. I mean... I know that a lot of people have let him, have left him out of their Supercoach Classic sides. I'll be interested to hear what the Whisperer says, but I also know a lot of people have just stuck with, oh, he always averages 70. Let's just stick with it. Uh, the one advantage for him, I think, is that TP is going to have to make some changes eventually because that was very disappointing tonight. Scott Drinkwater, 26. I thought he played better than a 26. Uh, Val Holmes, if you drafted him early, he's now playing on the wing in this Cowboys side. They're not exactly lighting the world up, so... You'd be very, very disappointed there with Drinky. Uh, just jumping back to that Roosters game, just going through some of the stats here. Obviously, Tedesco, 156, an incredible performance. If you had the C on him, uh, you're flying. If you had the VC on him, I hope you took it like I did uh, and didn't go all in on Cleary. Uh, Brett Morris, center wing, 121. Very impressive from BMOZ, uh, scoring a lot of tries as per usual. Angus with an 85, scored a good, solid little try there. Um I reckon he'll go up there, to be honest with you. I think he'll get updated a little bit higher. Takiaho, 75 later on a good try. 75 when he played limited minutes as well. Looking like a really good season for Takiaho. Tupanoa scored another try. If you are if you had this mid-ranger in your classic team, you're stoked with that first performance. Very impressive. Lindsay Collins started this game 59 very, very impressive. I There's a good chance Jared Rhea Hargrave is going to miss a few weeks here. So Lindsay Collins, you could see some extended minutes there. But I reckon long-term, Jared Rhea Hargraves will come into this side eventually. So if you are going to waver for Lindsay Collins or go and grab him, just be aware I don't think it's going to be a long-term play. 
Um, David Fafita came off the bench, 26. Lachlan Lamb, 21. Very disappointing. I thought Lamb would do a lot better than that. Uh, for the Manly Seagulls, Jake Trevojevic with a 60. Ruben Garrick, 59. Aloy A, 45. To Power with a disappointing 44. I know a lot of people were very high on Marty with... Uh, with Adam Fanua Blake leading, leaving the building, but very disappointing from Marty today. But I'm not sure if this game is going to be the example or the exception for Manly. Hopefully they can turn it around. Uh, Paseca, 39. I reckon he got most of these points in a little 10-minute window where he absolutely exploded. Um, still a little bit disappointing from Paseca. He's got so much upside. He just doesn't realize how big he is, unfortunately. Uh, Kieran Foran, 22. Daly Cherry Evans, 20. Very disappointing from the two halves. Even more disappointing from the fullback, Dylan Walker. Only scored 11 there. I know myself, I've got him in my classic side. That one's going to really sting. Um, if you drafted him this week, knowing he was playing fullback, you would have expected more from him. Uh, one guy, if he's on your waiver wires, I've still got him in my side, is Morgan Harper. Um, I think he will come into this back line at some point over the next two or three weeks. He's a guy with really good base stats and a guy to keep an eye on. So let's see if Manly make any changes. As I said, I'm not sure how Des is going to handle this one. I'll have a preview of all the games coming today a little bit later today. Uh, looking forward to bringing you that. Enjoy your footy today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 